0: Around a third of cybersecurity professionals have experienced harassment online or in person, but a new initiative is looking to take the fight to all forms of harassment and provide support to people who are getting harassed, both online and in the workplace. I'm Danny Palmer, this is ZDNet Security Update, and with me to discuss this initiative by respecting security is two of its co-founders, Lisa Forte and Rick Ferguson. Thanks for joining me, both of you. So first of all, uh, what came about for this initiative to be set up?
1: Um, Actually, I I guess I'll take that one Um, because funnily enough, Lisa was kind of the inspiration for it, although she didn't know it at the time. So Lisa was speaking on a panel uh, at a Cyber House Party event um, about uh, harassment in our industry. And she gave, some very direct testimony of her own personal experience of harassment within the industry. And I think for for, for a lot of people who were watching, it was a very eye-opening moment. It was a bit of an epiphany. It certainly was for me and judging by the comments that were scrolling by uh, on YouTube at the time during the event, I wasn't alone in that. And uh, I had a conversation pretty much immediately afterwards with Mark Avery, another of the the co-founders of Respect and Security. Where we shared our shock and surprise at the, the kinds of abuse and harassment um, that are apparently commonplace behind the scenes uh, within our industry. And we were just asking each other, you what, what can we do about this? We're allies. Um, you know, we can we can be allies in public, but how can we concretely make a difference? How can we do something towards making this a thing of the past and changing? Um, the nature of the interactions that, that people are having um, in the cybersecurity profession. Uh, and that was kind of the seed of the idea that became uh, respecting security. Lisa was an obvious person to get involved, seeing as uh, you know, she was the, the one who had inspired that conversation. So Lisa was clearly on board from that point. Uh, and then we've involved um, uh, six other people, um, Nikki Webb, uh, Reg Blumen, go uh, Schenegardt, Chris Heppel, obviously, Mark Avery. Am I missing anyone, Lisa? I. Agree. Yes, and Sean Atkinson. Boom. Um, and um, and and we've worked together since then since Easter to pull this together,
0: and we're really happy to be launching um, launching today. So Lisa, when it comes to uh, what you experienced,, uh, You don't have to go into too much detail if you don't want to, but what sort of uh, harassment was this? I mean, who is it coming from and do you have any indication as to uh, why they they were doing this?
2: Um, I've had a a range of different things happen, I would say, over the years. Um, Some of the worst things include things like death threats, rape threats, things like that. Also an awful lot of nude images and videos have been sent on LinkedIn through direct messages. Um, I've had fake Instagram profiles set up in my name, claiming sort of defamatory things in the bio about myself. Um, Lots of abuse on lots of different things. Um, Sort of goes way beyond criticism or even heated criticism and actually resorts to name calling, being called a dirty Italian recently as well, which has been a, an interesting one. Um, and it was funny because at first I probably didn't think of harassment as being so broad and having so many different ways it can manifest. Um, and then speaking to people since we've sort of started talking about respecting security, the stories that men and women alike have are there's just too many that are the same too many that are the same narrative, and um, it's a little bit scary.
1: Yeah, we need to be really clear, this isn't just a women insecurity issue, and this certainly isn't a Lisa insecurity issue. This is a broad industry-wide issue that, as Lisa just said, it affects men and women, it affects people of, of all um, sexual orientations, it affects people of all skin colors, uh, and, and we, are, we are here to make a stand for a fairer and for a more respectful, industry, if we ever hope to professionalize cybersecurity, which is where we need to go, this is like job zero on the list to get done.
0: The research that you've launched says now, a third of people in the information security sector have experienced some sort of abuse uh, like this, be it in person or offline. I mean, that seems like an, a very high amount. I mean, What is it about uh, this sector, I suppose, which seems to, uh, Drive uh, a lot of people to receiving this sort of abuse because it's as you say some some of the things you see out there are are, are grotesque and it's it's not very uh, you know, nice for anyone and it to see, and it, it, it surely doesn't make the industry look good either if people see that there is all this abuse going on. I mean, you, you see a lot of it is uh, you know, a lot of this will be you no know, private messaging, but some of it is out there in plain sight on the likes of LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, and other social networks.
2: As an industry, we spend a lot of time online, probably more so than a lot of other industries. Um, and uh, as Rick and I were talking about earlier, you know, we're also connected to people in a way that I don't think other industries are as much where we sort of have groups and networks and friends and colleagues who we've never met or actually spoken to on the phone or, you know, and our interaction and our friendship is purely on social media on, on Twitter or on Reddit or on Discord or whatever, whatever platform that is. So I think in that respect, we're, we're quite unique and we're perhaps more exposed to some of the online stuff um but i don't think harassment is an infosec issue per se i think it's across the board and the football um, in the uk has highlighted that very clearly i think in the last few weeks
1: yeah we i mean it would be great to be able to say yeah we're going to launch an initiative aimed at stamping out abuse online uh, i don't think we're up to that as a job uh, we you need a focus uh, and you and, and where better to focus than you know your own backyard we, it's absolutely clear that there is a problem within our industry. It's also abundantly clear, as Lisa said, that it's not confined to our industry, but our industry is where we're working and, and the initiative that, that we are launching, Respect and Security, isn't aimed solely at cybersecurity vendors, you know, companies that are cybersecurity companies, it's aimed at cybersecurity professionals. People that work within our industry. So it's not only you know if you work for for the trend micros of the world or the or the, the, the 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 Palo Altos of the world. It's not just you. It's anyone who is within our profession because you know uh, abuse has no uh, has no place anywhere within cybersecurity.
0: It certainly doesn't and is there a risk that, that when people are abused in this way that they could leave this industry altogether just because it gets too much as you say you know, a lot of this industry is very online and if you're experiencing that on a daily basis it might just be easier unfortunately to think okay i'm walking away from this yes, but i think
1: people will walk away from it and i think a lot of people might be put off you know deterred from from entering it so you know it's it's damaging on both sides there are people who say okay i'm i'm not exposing myself to that i'm going to go do something else uh, or there are people say okay enough is enough i'm burn out from this i've got to go do something else neither of those are helpful to resolving the skill shortage that that we face um, within cybersecurity anyway
2: and i won't lie I, there have been moments in the last year where I have been so upset that I have considered leaving the industry and thought that there might be something elsewhere. So, and and I, you know, and I've said to Rick before, you know, this is coming from me and I actually am in quite a privileged position because, you know, I don't suffer from mental health issues. I have a stable job, good friends, family, legal advice, loads of support. So I'm actually not a vulnerable person But to somebody who has anxiety issues or depression, or maybe is going through a horrible divorce or is isolated and is in a much more vulnerable position than I am, you know, I think the risk not only could be them leaving the industry, but actually I think, you know, you could be entering into the realm of sort of self-harm or suicide territory with some of the abuse that goes on.
0: So when it comes to stopping this harassment, uh, how is respect in security going to go about uh, this initiative? What can be done to uh, A, help stop harassment in the first place and B, help people who are being uh, harassed, uh, be it online or or in person, especially as you know, in theory, more in-person events are going to be happening uh, in the future.
1: So we're doing a couple of things. Um, I'll talk about the, the organisational initiative and then maybe Lisa, you can talk about the, the signposting stuff that we want to do as well. So the main call to action of uh, Respect and security is we are asking organizations to very publicly take a pledge, commit their business uh, to respecting the terms of the pledge, which is available on the Respect Insecurity website, respectingsecurity.org, um, to work towards an environment free from harassment and fear, to educate employees on what constitutes harassment and why it's not okay. Uh, And critically also to publish externally on their websites uh, what the grievance procedure is for someone external to the company in case an employee of that company uh, is abusing somebody else. Because a lot of the time, larger organizations, they will have internal codes of uh, conduct, um, anti-harassment, anti-bullying policies internally, but it doesn't deal with that. What happens if somebody from another company is harassing me? How do I deal with that? So part of the pledge is, is obliging the companies to like a vulnerability claim procedure, if you think you've discovered a vulnerability in someone's product, there's a process to go through, hopefully, that those companies will publish. You know, here's how you contact us, here's how we're gonna deal with it, here's what you can expect. We want to see that with regards to harassment and abuse as well.
2: So I think in terms of the individuals, one of the things that I've said in the experience, and I know a lot of the other people who I've spoken to who have received harassment and abuse online have experienced, is this feeling that you're completely out of control, you don't know where to go, you don't know where to turn, you don't know who you can tell, and who you can't tell, um, or where you get any sort of relief, I suppose. And so one of the things we really wanted to do was create a destination, our website, for victims of harassment to, to go to. And on there, we will signpost them to um, the appropriate uh, organizations or authorities or police or, or whoever. And we'll also collate um, a large quantity of resources that have come from sort of participating charities um, and other nonprofits who have done a lot of legwork in the uh, a lot of the areas to help, pe- help victims of this sort of thing. So it will be a sort of one-stop shop place you can go to know where else you can get help and advice, how you can collect evidence, that kind of thing. Uh, and we also want sort of to parallel, as Rick said, the corporate side with the pledge, We also want a a place where people can go and essentially show their support for the movement as a whole and say, I am sharing this and I'm supporting this movement. And the way I'm going to do it is by guaranteeing, personally guaranteeing to the industry, I am not going to engage in harassing behaviour or abusive behaviour or um, any of that kind of conduct and taking that responsibility for ourselves and for our own actions, as I know Rick has done many times uh, for himself, you know, that's something we do have control over.
0: When it comes to harassment, I mean, sometimes, is it the case that sometimes people don't understand or don't know what they're doing is harassment? Because some things, it it might seem obvious, yes, this is wrong. Uh, But are there cases where people might just think, oh, I'm just having a joke or, for want of a better phrase, it's just banter, when they don't know the impact it could be having on someone who feels that is actually harassment, and as previously mentioned, could be having a an impact on things like their mental health.
1: I think that's true, and I think it's an area that needs to be addressed, but Lisa gave such a good answer to this uh, earlier on today um because it's a it's you know it's a, it's a totally understandable question that i'm gonna l- let you do exactly that again lisa because uh you're you're so right in what you said about this
2: so i think the this sort of issue is that there is a gray line between what's banter joking and harassment and i think that is an issue and i think that's an important issue that at some point will have to be addressed but I currently think that the state of play in the industry is so bad and there are so, um, for example, someone on LinkedIn sending a nude video or a nude picture to somebody who they've never spoken to is so blatantly harassment and is so blatantly wrong and, you know, not, not wanted or necessary that actually I don't think, I think there's a lot of improvement to be done In the industry as a whole, that doesn't go anywhere near that grey line because right now, you know, death threats, rape threats, all this sort of stuff is so blatantly in the category of harassment that I'm not sure quite at this moment we actually need to deal with that grey line. As um, you know, I think at some point we will need to. um, But um, I think, Rick, you have a great parenting analogy as well that goes with this.
1: You know, and to complement what Lisa's saying, if we, if, if we get to the point where that grey area is our biggest problem, we've been incredibly successful. And I, and I think we, we don't need to lose sight of that. But when it does come to that grey area, yeah, my experience from being a parent of more than one child, they annoy each other constantly. That's what kids like to do. Uh, and, if, and if they find something that's annoying, they will carry on doing it. The only time I will intervene between my kids when something like that is happening is if one of them has very clearly asked the other one to stop doing that because it's annoying. And I've taught them to say, you know, stop doing that. I don't like it. Stop doing that. It hurts. Whatever. And if the other child then carries on doing that same thing, it's clear that they're doing it deliberately and ignoring the fact they've been asked to stop. As adults, we should be capable of that same rationalization. If you do something and someone says to you, I'm really not comfortable with that. I don't like the way you're addressing me. I don't like the way you use those certain expressions, whatever it might be. Those are the kind of gray area things we're talking about. If someone has said to you, please don't do that. I'm not comfortable with it. And you carry on doing that. That's harassment, clear.
0: Definitely. So when it comes to uh, people who want to get involved with this initiative, uh, how can they do that? And how can they help make uh, information security and, and the wider online world a a better place for for people where they're not going to get harassed in this way
1: two things come to the website respectinsecurity.org. all the information you need there about how to get your company involved is available to you there's a a, you know contact details and a process to go through and we would love to welcome you on if you're an, uh, an individual want to show you support, respectingsecurity.org, all the resources you need there uh, to make your own personal pledge that Lisa was talking about earlier on, uh, frames for uh, LinkedIn, social media, for, for Twitter, uh, header images, backgrounds, uh, anything you can think of um, that will help you to, to support this endeavor and show that you are part of the respectful community within cybersecurity is there at your disposal, and we welcome you.
0: Hopefully, uh, anyone watching this video will uh, will do that and go and be a part of respect and security and hope and and help to eradicate. Uh, harassment uh, from this industry. Uh, thanks to both of you for joining me on ZDNet Security Update. Uh, for more information on uh, cybersecurity and diversity in cybersecurity and uh, keeping yourself safe online, be sure to uh, subscribe to the ZDNet YouTube channel. And of course, there's plenty of news and articles and other videos on ZDNet.com. Thanks for
2: watching.